Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Thursday, the 14th of July. Today, Dan Ricciardo clears up his F1 future, Tim Zhu's title shot locked and loaded, and a Buddy Franklin bombshell. But of course, first, there's that thing that happened last night. One of the great things about sport is that at times it can deliver us moments that words simply can't do justice. And last night at Suncorp Stadium, in the State of Origin Series decider, we had one of those moments. This magic moment. The bottom line of it was that Queensland have won back the State of Origin Shield from New South Wales after triumphing 22-12 in Game 3 last night in front of a raucous sold-out home crowd. But last night was so much more than just a 10-point win to Queensland. Taken by the returning Corey Oates. He returns to the Queensland side. But we have a problem with Cameron Murray. He has wobbled badly out of that. The sheer ferocity of the game saw three players ruled out in the first half after suffering head knocks, meaning New South Wales played most of the game without Cam Murray, while Queensland lost both Selwyn Cobbo and Lindsay Collins. But still, the two sides fought on at a feverishly and seemingly unsustainable pace. And then somehow, in the second half, things went up a notch. It's an all-in back on the 30-metre line. Both teams had a player sent to the sin bin after Dane Gagai and Matt Burton decided to ignore the game's no-punch policy and have an old-school dust-up. Oh, you naughty, naughty boys. But even then, the game continued to escalate. With one less player on the field each, the game opened up and Queensland found themselves desperately clinging to a lead they were never meant to have. And then, as New South Wales searched for a match winner... Queensland hooker Ben Hunt etched his name into origin folklore. Hunt's length of the field try from a steal of Nathan Cleary's attempted chip and chase secured one of the most improbable wins in the history of State of Origin and one that Queensland captain Daly Cherry Evans tried his best to explain in the post-match presser. you got a responsibility and it's not a daunting responsibility. It's a, it's a responsibility that makes you excited and grateful for where you are. There's a lot of history that's gone before us and we, we unpacked a lot of that this week and we just knew that Based on all of those Queensland moments, it was our turn to produce one. That was as simple as it was. It's the most famous contract in the history of the game. Now, Buddy, can he go for one of his trademark runs? He's going to go for an absolute monster. Call it 80 metres, bud. You need the bounce, the bounce, the goal. He's done it again, Buddy. Buddy Franklin's nine-year, $10 million deal with the City Swans comes to an end at the end of this season, and both club and player have been negotiating terms around a possible one-year extension for the spearhead, who earlier this season became just the sixth player in the history of the game to kick 1,000 goals. But it appears the negotiations have hit something of an impasse. You just want more money. Mark Robertson reports for the Herald Sun that Franklin will either retire or look to continue his career at another club if the Swans don't increase their, quote, low-ball contract offer. 
Sydney have reportedly tabled Franklin an offer of half a million dollars a year to play on next season, but the Budster is warning something in the vicinity of 750000 But the Swans have come out swinging. Sydney's tonight strongly denying that that is the case. The Swans tell me that contract negotiations are respectfully ongoing with Franklin and his manager, Liam Pickering. This all comes after a News Corp report today suggested Franklin could join a third AFL club or retire if his financial demands weren't met. And while this all might be a bit of a misunderstanding and Buddy may put pen to paper today on a new deal with the Swans, this development does make Franklin's wife Jacinta's recent reported application to become an accredited AFL player agent a slightly more intriguing decision. Curiouser and curiouser. It is on. Tim Zhu is going to fight for all of the belts in the super welterweight division against Jamel Charlo. The brightest star in the Australian boxing sky, Tim Zhu, has locked in his world title fight against loudmouth American Jamel Charlo, with a date finally set for January 29th, 2023. And this fight is for all the marbles. Clearly you see something there that gives you every indication you win this fight. Yeah, look, he's a, he's a smart, slick boxer. Um, he's in there in the pound for pound list. Um, he's a good boxer, you know, he's, he's the undisputed champ for a reason. But I believe this is my era, man. This is, I'm coming for, I'm coming for it all. And I'm not here to just, um, to grab the belts. I'm here to, to, to them. Charlo is the current undisputed light middleweight world champion and holds all of the belts for the division. But Tim plans on leaving Charlo with his pants around his ankles. Because he's going to take all his belts. It wasn't very funny, it obviously. Wasn't funny. The location for the fight is still TBC, but for now, let's just bask in the knowledge that in six months' time, Tim fights for a world title. And the six months should give Charlo plenty of time to at least learn Tim's name. You answer him because he's <laughs> He's the F1 driver with a million dollar smile. Let's see those pearly whites. But despite that winning grin, Aussie Dan Ricciardo hasn't been able to smile his way to many points this year as he battles with a McLaren car that simply isn't fast enough. Too slow! Ricciardo still has another year to run on his contract with McLaren, but speculation has been rife that he'll be let go at the end of the season. But yesterday, for the first time, Ricciardo got on the front foot taking to his Instagram account and posting, quote, There have been a lot of rumours about my future in Formula 1 but I want you to hear it from me. I am committed to McLaren until the end of next season and am not walking away from the sport. Appreciate it hasn't always been easy, but who wants easy? I'm working my ass off with the team to make improvements and get the car right and back to the front where it belongs. I still want this more than ever. I rest my case. Ricardo gets his next chance to show improvement on July 24th at the French Grand Prix. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for today. Don't forget that the British Open gets underway this afternoon with plenty of solid Aussie hopes in the field. Hopefully, I'll be telling you about one of them leading on tomorrow's weekending edition of the Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan. See you then. Listener.